Hello, good morning to you all. You are most welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is the voice of Festus Flourish Osemoahu, and today is the ninth day in the month of August 2021. You are all welcome on board. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Today's Monday and it's a brand new week. We give God the glory. Okay. Over the weekend, we spoke or talked to the couples. And of course, we also talked to the singles. Please do um, go back and pick up those episodes and listen to them. All right. If you recall last week, um, we actually, by on Friday, we had a break so that we could uh, engage in the topic we usually have for the weekend. Um, we've been talking about um, when the husband is the victim. That, that's the topic we've been looking at now for, um, I think this should be the second week now. Okay. Um, you, you might need to listen to on Friday's edition to be able to connect with what we're going to be talking about today. If you recall, we're looking at um, the various forms of domestic violence. But in this case, we're actually looking at this topic um, from the perspective of the husband being the victim. Okay, usually women are always subjected to domestic violence or domestic abuses. Um, it's always so unfortunate because that's I think that's what the society has um, made it look like. And everywhere you go, people are beginning to make it normal. But it is not. It is not right. There is no basis. There is no justification to abuse anybody. I mean, you shouldn't even do that against womanhood. But I'm not looking at it from that context. I'm just looking at it from the context of that minority of some men who are actually also being abused by their wife. And like I did say, while I'll be rounding up, I will connect it with women as well that are also going through such abuses. Okay, we've taken four different types of abuses now. Um, you should be able to, when you, when you listen to the other uh, podcast, you will be able to get um, the full episode or the full discussion about these other forms. But let me just highlight them. The first day we talked about physical uh, violence, um, domestic violence. We talked about sexual domestic violence. We talked about psychological domestic violence. And of course, we talked about emotional domestic violence. This is the fifth one. And of course, we're just going to hinge it here today. Um, we're looking at economic domestic violence. Economic domestic violence. Okay, now this has a lot to do with the finances of the family or anything that has to do with financial matters, the economic um, situation of both parties or individual. Now, if you have not forgotten, let me reiterate it again. Anything that um, makes one of the couples, I mean two persons in marriage now, to use the instrument of um, control or manipulation or threat, okay, control, manipulation, and then of course, threat to um, uh, intimidate or to um, live with the other partner or to get certain decisions made, or just once control and threat are involved, it means that we're talking about 
domestic violence. And in this case, in talking about financial matters, when an individual, in this case, the woman, is also using the instrument of threat and control to subject the husband to economic um, um, mistreatment, let me use the word, or abuses, abusing the husband economically or financially, that is domestic violence. I will just give a couple of uh, examples now and we'll begin to look at it one by one. Okay, um, for instance, uh, maybe both parties, the husband and the wife, they have a joint account or they have a family account that over the years both of them have built together. They have a way of um, pulling resources here, pulling resources here and all that. Now, a man that is experiencing domestic violence in the hands of the wife who is now using the instrument of threat and control, most of the time what the woman would do is to deny the man, the husband, access to the family funds. It's supposed to be what both of them had collated over the time, had worked for. But because the woman just wants her voice to be heard, she wants to be in charge. Remember, we're talking about control. She wants to control. Sometimes she will do it systematically and say, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to pay for this. We're going to do it like this. But it's supposed to be a mutual thing where both of you, both persons will decide. But when a situation where you have the woman has taken over that decision, not even minding the man's opinion, and it's okay, this is what is going to be. This is how we're going to do it. And she stands her ground at the expense of the man's impute. Whether the man likes it or not, it is domestic violence. Okay, somebody will say, uh, what if they are not having joint account and both of them are pulling resources together? Yes. When that tool of threat is there, threatening the man, if you do not uh, contribute this money, if you do not add up, or if you do not, um, uh, okay, maybe in a month now, the man is expected to drop some money, and then the woman starts threatening. If you, once there is threat, please take note of that, once you are threatening your husband, because this is the same thing the man does when the man is the, um, is the one promoting a domestic violence. When he is the perpetrator of domestic violence, that's the same way he's going to threaten the wife. If you don't add money to the uh, family account, if you don't do this, I'm going to report you to the home office. I'm going to... Once there is threat, once there is control, there, and of course, that partner, that individual is not doing something willingly, there is domestic abuse or violence. And somebody will say, eh... It's supposed to be their responsibility together. Now, why would one party even avoid putting money there? Friends, whatever it is, if your husband is not contributing money, your wife is not contributing money, you don't need to use threats. You don't need to use threats to get that money. If you want to do it through dialogue, fine. If you want, whichever way you want to do it, do it. But don't use threat because once threat is involved, you are now using threat to get money out of the hands of your husband. Not because it's a family thing. Both of you are supposed to. No, 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 no. It means that you are promoting um, domestic uh, violence. Now, another dimension I would love us to also look at this is when one partner is trying to prevent the other person which of course is the victim from working okay 
from working. Um, I, I know this one is very prevalent in the Western culture, where to work you will need a certain work permit, for instance, to be able to work to do some good job. Except some of those jobs that <laughs> you know, it, it, I mean, could really be very strenuous. Even at that, you are careful so that uh, you will not be picked up by police, and so it becomes very difficult. Now, when you have such in place and the wife seizes the um, work permit or whatever the man was supposed to use just because there was an argument, just because there is crisis, just because the woman wants to prove a point that I can deal with you in this UK, I can deal with you in this US, I will ensure that you can work. The woman takes the work permit, takes whatever license this man has, takes it away from him, depriving the man from working. Friend, that is domestic abuse. That is domestic violence. Because at the end of the day, the man wants to work, but he cannot work. Why? Because he's at the mercy of the wife. If you are hearing the sound of my voice and you are doing that, I know this very rampant. You have a lot of men, they will not be at the mercy of their wives. It is what the wife gives to them that they will take. I want to go and work. No. Sometimes some of the excuses some of these women will give will be so flimsy. Maybe they feel, oh, because you are making money, that's why you have girls coming around you. I'm going to deal with you. So we we'll do it deliberately. So I even do it without the man's knowledge and the man will be looking for the work permit. The man will be looking for it, searching for it, say that they will take it away or go and hide it or something. The man can't work. I heard about the particular, I just remember the particular story where the man was practically sending almost everybody to go and appeal to the wife. Please, please, church members, pastors, begging her to please release his work permit for him to work. Ah, if you are there, you are hearing the sound of my voice and that is what you're doing. No matter the offense, please trash it out. On no account should you deprive your husband from working. Not because you feel you have a point to make. Trash it out and release him to work. Otherwise, it is not healthy, it is not right, for you to do so now is it how the wife prevents the man from working or she forces the husband to work okay this is another dimension now now in one way she doesn't want the husband to work for whatever reason it is you know it, it's um personal to the woman okay this is not about hearsay i've 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 had people who went through this okay it's real it happens the other way around you can also have a woman, a wife, forcing the husband to work. There is nothing wrong. Ordinarily, everybody should work. Work to make ends meet, to earn money, to take care of the family. Especially if you're a man, you're working, and of course, the salary you get or the income you get is part of your responsibility as the husband. That is being able to foot the bills and all that. So ideally, you should work. But in a situation where that working is as a result of the force, based on threats, okay, take note, the woman is threatening. If you don't work, I will kill you. You know, that kind of situation. There is a threat on the tone. 
and the man who, for whatever reason, maybe that work, he just didn't want to do it, but the wife is forcing him to do it. Please take note, we have seen cases like that, where some women who are really diehard, um, um, you know, promoters of domestic violence will insist. Will or in fact, they will give conditions. There's nothing wrong if the man has to go and work. But please, there shouldn't be threats. There shouldn't be, oh, if you don't work, I will kill you. If you don't work, I will not allow you to see our children. There shouldn't be. Don't forget, whatever he does, out of threat, is domestic violence. He should be encouraged to go and work. Someone should talk to him. You are there. You are hearing the sound of my voice. You don't. You just don't want to work because you feel your wife will make provision. It is wrong. It's good as a man. Go look for a job. Do something. But what we are against or condemning is when you know the woman, the wife is threatening the man to go and do so just so that he can have access to his children. Otherwise, he will not. So once that threat comes in, it means that you are going out of your borders okay now again a situation where you also have the wife destroying the man's property okay all these are economic domestic violence destroying the man's properties um the woman just comes around and says okay no problem we have correct it's like um, you're not you don't want to stop cheating on me or you don't want to do this and of course threat and try to force the, the next thing she's going to do is carry one iron um, mental or a hard object and go and break the windscreen of the car or just go and break the tv set or carry the phone and smash it on the ground let me see how you are going to be discussing with those your side chicks even if you buy another phone i'm going to destroy it she carries his laptop and smash it on the ground i'm going to make sure they take that job away from you you will not even go to work today or she goes into the room picks the man's certificate and tear it and destroys it oh friends some of you say ah, that's really going too far we have seen cases it does happen it does happen destroy the man's certificate destroy his properties out of anger the man can go out because the car has been destroyed sometimes you get out the clothes burn the clothes sensitive materials once that situation is in place where properties are being destroyed the husband's properties are being destroyed because a woman just want to prove a point and the man can do anything if he does anything, it's the same woman that will cry out to home office or cry out to police. Police will come and say, oh, before you know what's going to do, the whole thing will be twisted around. And the man can't do anything about it. Well, sometimes some are able to engage the services of lawyers, but you really have some women who are really so tough. There's a way they will turn the whole thing upside down, twist the whole thing. Or even in the developing countries, this is not talking about the Western society now where a woman feels I've been mutilated, my voice had been made silent and nobody even wants to, I mean my husband wouldn't even want to give me my place, okay, the only way I can prove a point is to destroy his property, okay, so when I destroy his property it will become even, will not be, you know, the same equation, alright, once I do that, I'm sure he will know that I too can also deal with him, no, 
you don't have to it is wrong i know you are promoting it but we're telling you it is wrong and those of you who have the habit of always destroying your husband's property just because he has offended you and you also want to prove to him that you can also get back at him we want you to know that that is domestic violence and is very wrong and of course lastly um, when the wife tries to make all financial decisions in the family again there is an attempt to use the instrument of force and manipulation to control the man you know financially in this case the man doesn't have a, a say financially it's the woman that makes all the financial decisions she's the one that decides what to do with what money what to buy and the man says i want to buy this woman says no you can't i better want to is my money no i say you can't but the same woman will go to the boutique the next weekend and do shopping for her for herself and the man comes around and says, but i wanted to do some shopping last week you didn't allow me and then what about our kids what about our children we have bills to pay yes we do but i need these things I, I, I need these things to enhance my job profile and all that. You could do without what you went to buy. You have, you know, when you have a situation whereby the woman wants to take that financial decision to favor her at the expense of the husband, it's domestic, it's domestic, you know, violence. Because at the end of the day, the man is really handicapped. He can't do anything. The phones is sometimes be in the hands of the wife, or even if not, the wife is going to stand aground and say, "You must not buy that thing. We must not do it like this." I say, "Okay, no problem. You don't want it that way." And then tomorrow, the man comes and I say, "Okay, how do you want us to go about this?" No, no, no. Just leave that to me. I will decide. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. You are taking it too far, because this is always the opposite of what usually happens when the man wants to bully the wife and says, "Yes, this is the way it is. I decide this. I decide this." But can two wrongs make it right? Can we repay evil for evil? That your husband used to do that, and now over time you have developed a tick back to also want to fight back. You don't allow him to have a say over even what he eats. He says, I want to eat this kind of food. He says, come. That means you're going to need to go and work much more, earn much more to eat that kind of food. Eh? How much are you giving me? How much are you contributing for food? That you want to eat this kind of food? It is what I give to you, you will eat. No, now It doesn't have to be so. Make him understand, yes, what you want to eat, it can be. But this is how much it will cost. Do you have it? Why not? Be diplomatic about it. Don't be forceful about it and say, you must not eat this food. And the man says, okay, but I have some money to add to this, to be able to provide it. I, I just feel like eating. Okay, so if you have some money, you think, well, I'm not going to put it in food. Bring that money I'm going to. <laughs> Friends, it, it can really, really be hard. Difficult for a lot of men when you have women like this, behaving like this. Some of you, you're hearing this, you're like, can there be women like this? Oh, friends, yes, there can be. You can even have some who are worse than this. There will really be a tone on the flesh. The, the man will turn here, he doesn't know where to turn to. He will turn there, doesn't know what, where to turn to. Even the little thing the man will do, the woman will still use it against him. The woman will still say, you didn't try, you didn't do anything. The woman keep complaining, oh, the, woman is, the man is not bringing money. My husband is not doing this. But the little he will do, the woman would not appreciate 
But the day the man default, oh, friend, I can imagine you will hear stories, you will hear what she will say, and the way she will turn the whole thing upside down. So, friends, this is how a lot of men are subjected, you know, to this domestic nemesis and, of course, violence in a way, in a very subtle way. And some of them are dying in silence. They don't know how to go about it. If they speak up, the woman will turn the whole thing against them. And hey, what would they do? And before anyone was going to start having high blood pressure and all that. So please, if your wife out there, you have heard all that I have shared with you and you have been doing this, please repent. If there have been issues that have happened in the past, maybe because of his attitude, that's why you two have also changed into this. You can make it right again. Perhaps, maybe he has learned his lesson. Both of you can sit down and make things work together, plan together, understand that your husband is your head, but most importantly, you have a role to play for influencing this headship. Don't do it manipulatively. Don't do it with threats. Don't do it with control. It's all about the power of the woman helping the husband positively. But anything that will make you to do this negatively is witchcrafting and that will not all go well ultimately for your marriage okay let's just hold it here today i hope you have learned from this let me also quickly remind you that there is our month of um, fitness awareness trying to draw your awareness into fitness it 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 pays you much more to be fit physically fit invest in it be conscious about it do it in the morning if you can do it if you can't when you return back from work or later in the day do it you know keep fit engage in exercises mental exercises physical exercises but just ensure that your body is doing something you know burning out those calories don't just sit down be sedentary with what you're doing you could just be killing yourself okay you're still young make yourself young get yourself involved in the exercise propose in your heart that this week you are going to maintain regular habit of exercise and of course you will see the way it will ultimately impact on your health god bless you let's hold it here today those of you having access to this podcast for the first time you might want to connect with us our whatsapp number is plus two three four eight one zero seven one two six one for it we will get back to you when you reach out to us god bless you let's do this again tomorrow god willing until then don't forget if marriage is an institution then couples and singles must be students marriage care truly cares god bless you do have a great day (laughs) bye